This is it. This is the real thing. You've heard about it on the radio and seen it in the papers. Ten big acts for the price of one ticket. Behind this curtain, you'll see the Fiji mermaid, the giant red bat, the six-foot man-eating chicken. They're all real, and they're all on the inside. You'll see the Ethiopian glass eater. folks what are you waiting for admission is free to ballycast the podcast of the carnival sideshow and variety arts you're just in time we're gonna have a free show we're gonna bring out the strange people the weird people here they come now watch the doorway you'll see what they do you'll hear what they talk about they're all alive on the inside get your ticket and come in ballycast presents news and interviews with performers and showmen some important words of warning. This podcast is not family friendly. I'm not even thinking about it. So listen at your own risk. The performances and stunts described are not safe, even for experienced performers. Never attempt them without the direct supervision of someone who already performs them. Please use your common sense. And if you don't have any, stop listening now. Here's your host, Wayne Kaiser. Welcome to Ballycast, episode 148. Ballycast is brought to you free by Blue Ridge Entertainment, publisher of books, CDs, DVDs, and more for showmen, performers, and fans of the sideshow, carnival, and variety arts. The feature segment of today's show, The Life and the Legacy of the Amazing Randy. Keep your seats. It's going to be okay. Also, news, the website of the week, a favorite carnival food recipe, and much, much, much more. Not for sale to minors, it's Ballycast. Here we go. Keep your hands and arms inside the car and remain seated until the ride comes to a complete stop. There's a new YouTube channel, Follyland, from Frankie Sin and Donnie Vomit. You should see Frankie use a ladder of knives as a vegematic. She slices, dices, and cuts prices just like the original, but the way she does it, it's a lot more fun. Huh? Huh? Okay! <laughs> Upsy daisy, little lady. It slops. It chops. And it's a whole lot of fun. It works on cucumbers. It works on carrots. Cats. Not cats. What about melons? Hell yeah, it works on melons. Oh, yeah! <laughs> the ladder of knives. It's a cut above the rest. It's choppies. Brandon Hoffman sent along a picture of his home game room, decorated with Freak Show arcade banners. Have a look on the episode webpage. You're going to love it. And please, distract him while I steal all the pinball machines.
I've run out of pale ale And I feel like I'm in jail And my music bores me once again And I've been on the pinball And I no longer know it all And they say that you never know when you're insane Got fleas in the bedroom Got flies in the bathroom And the cat just finished off the bread So I walk over Soho And I read about Monroe And I wonder was she really what they said Got a call from a good friend Come on down for the weekend Didn't know if I could spare the time I knew a woman who was crazy About a boy who was lazy But it didn't work out Cause they just couldn't make it rhyme Hey Jude, you were alright I could have grooved with you all night But you turned your back on the party game for someone to you know, hold my hand and just gaze into my eyes. Oh, well, I'm looking for hardcore sex. I know. Let's meet in the middle. Do you mean a, a cuddle, cuddle party? party? If you want to make friends where the snuggles never end, let's go to a cuddle party. You're not looking for a man, so keep it in your pants. We're going to a cuddle party. Pony Death Ride, the Canadian-American husband and wife musical comedy team heard on Ballycast before, have a new album due out November 20. I'm hunky and I'm chunky and I gotta be the job. And I'm just asking for a friend, am I too big to be a cub? But I'm not a bear. 
called Unthemed, and it's due out November 20. There's a link on the podcast webpage. Want to have even more fun? Learn stuff? Subscribe to Ballycast. You're not in school anymore. There's no homework. There are links on the webpage at Ballycast.com or subscribe on iTunes. And all previous episodes are available as well. If you're wondering about that noise, it's a heavy sigh. Streaming on HBO Max is a Robert Zemeckis and Guillermo del Toro adaptation of The Witches by Roald Dahl, starring Anne Hathaway. The Grand High Witch is shown to have hands that are missing two fingers each, resembling those with a, what you're supposed to say these days is limb difference, ectrodactyly. This was not specified in the novel, which talks about cat-like claws. It was a scary lady. Was she wearing gloves? Long ones, up to elbows? And when she talked, did her voice sound ugly and scratchy like an outhouse door swinging on a rusty hinge? What you saw was a witch. A witch? That's right. A no-good, rotten, low-down, sneaky, sneaky witch. Okay. Paralympic swimmer Amy Marin called out the studio for linking that imagery to the witches in the film. She stated, Yes, I'm fully aware that this is a film and these are witches, but witches are essentially monsters. My fear is that children will watch this film unaware that it massively exaggerates the original and that limb differences begin to be feared. In response, a representative of Warner Brothers issued a desultory apology that they were deeply saddened to learn that our depiction of the fictional characters in The Witches could upset people with disabilities and that it regretted any events caused. It was never the intention for viewers to feel that the fantastical, non-human creatures were meant to represent them. Maybe the way the show community used to refer to this condition was cruel and unfeeling, and really, I suppose it was. But, goddamn. Have you ever given any thought as to what it would be like to be born with three legs or with alligator skin? Inside, you will see the alligator skin girl. You will learn the secrets of a fat girl. And you will look upon the most horrifying man in the world as well as the world's ugliest woman. And when you recoil in horror, just remember that these two were born this way. You will also see a half-man, half-woman. And let me say, there is no doubt about which half is which. Remember, for the first time, we have permission to show all of these exhibits totally free from any censorship. See them all right here. What's that, ma'am? Yes, indeed. They really do look like that. Does everybody see the big banner up there? 
the lobster family. Unbelievable but true. The Stiles lobster family. Yes, they'll talk to you. They're alive and they're real. See how they crawl around in there, how they play. They don't have hands like you and I. They've got claws like a lobster. Instead of feet, they have feelers like a lobster. See how they move around. Talk to them. They'll even shake hands with you if you'd like. They're real and they are alive. Five generations of their kind have mystified doctors and scientists throughout the world. Something you've never seen before and you may never have a chance to see again. Nature's greatest mistakes. Hard to believe, but they are real. It is true and they are alive in there right now. Yes, they're human. Or are they? See for yourself. Unbelievable but true. Once you've seen them, you will get down on your knees and thank the good Lord above that you were born to live normal lives. Yes, they are alive and they are real on the inside. Those two examples are shortened versions taken from among the 27 authentic tracks on my audio CD, Bally, Sounds of the Sideshow. Listen to this. It's a hot Saturday night on a sawdust lot in the 1960s. Look, look through the doorway. They're looking at the mule-faced girl. You're, going to look You're walking with your friends past the 10-in-1, the gorilla show, the girl show, the games, and the rides. These are the original ballets for the shows, the freaks, attractions you'll never see again. From the original 8-track loops discovered in a junk shop, plus recreated ballets from the real old-time scripts. You got a good arm, buddy. That would have been a winner, sir. Three balls, just three dollars. What a big bear for your girl. Everybody, watch how this man does it. You can get two tracks free at cdbaby.com. First time shown in your city, and you may never have the chance to see it again. Alive, alive, alive. The deadly piranhas. $10,000 reward. If not, absolutely alive. Never before shown, and you may never have the chance to see it again. The most the shoot the star game and baseball game tracks are downloadable free, and you can download the rest of the album for $9.99, or buy the full CD from CD Baby or GoodMagic.com. Our girls are going to show you just a little of what they do in the big show inside. Everybody say hello to Misty Morn. She's hotter than the 4th of July. She's got all the things you like a girl to have, and she knows what to do with them. Show them, Misty. And now, on with the show. Here's a food delicacy you'll surely enjoy. It's new. It's different. Hot Italian Meatball Sandwich. Just like Mama made, you'll find them freshly made in a crisp Italian roll at our refreshment stand. Here's a recipe served on circus trains for a delicious and filling meat pie. Sweeney Todd may or may not be involved. And for the sake of simplicity and calories, I'm going to turn it into a casserole. This was posted by David Doc Rivera of the Showman's Museum, and he called it Show Train Pie. Take one pound each of two meats, originally ground pork and ground beef, or you could substitute 
ground lamb or ground turkey for either of those. Finely chop one small yellow onion and one clove of fresh garlic. I'd prefer granulated garlic because it's so hard to find fresh garlic that's not all dried out when you buy it. Boil two large potatoes about 12 minutes and mash them. Boxed mashed potatoes are fine. In a large skillet, brown the meat, onion, and garlic and drain. You don't want to season this too strongly. Add one half teaspoon each of poultry seasoning and cinnamon. One quarter teaspoon each of ground cloves, ground nutmeg, salt, and a pinch of pepper. Continue to heat gently one or two more minutes. Mix in the mashed potatoes and serve. This makes six to eight servings. And now a word about one of our most popular products. In our online shop at goodmagic.com, here's one you'll use. From 1948, the full set of directions for making a blade box. The classic blow-off that earns dollars by the hatful. The blade box lines them up with dollars in their hand and sends them home happy. Why would anybody pay an extra dollar to see a magic trick? It works like this. Now, Sheila is going to step behind the curtain for a moment and remove her costume. We're not doing this to be lewd or crude. She must remove her clothes to be able to perform this act. Here, honey, just hand out that costume. I'll fold it up nice for you. And now, she will recline in the cabinet, and I'm going to close the lid. Notice that the lid has openings for 13 steel blades. I'm not going to cut this beautiful young lady, because as I insert each blade, she's spending twisting and contorting her body in and around every one of these blades of steel, just like a snake, just like a rubber band, she can bend and stretch as these blades threaten to sever the most delicate parts of her body. And now, I'm going to give you a chance to come up on stage and see for yourself. Sheila has agreed to expose herself to your gaze, so you can come up here to see how she does it. You're going to see how her amazing body can twist around these razor-sharp blades. You're going to see the glint of the cold steel against the texture of her skin. Sheila feels that exposing her secret and her body this way is worth one dollar because she's paid only through your curiosity and your generosity. Just hand your dollar to the man at the foot of the steps and come up and see this beautiful little girl in the state she is in now, unashamed and waiting for you to view her. Digitized and carefully restored in PDF format for just $4, visit our web sales pages at goodmagic.com for a real piece of carnival history or a great working blow-off that still plays today. You can go there directly or use the link on the podcast page. A champion of rationality, James Randi, died at age 92 on October 21st. Born Randall James Hamilton Zwingi, he had first become known for daring escapes, releasing himself from a locked coffin submerged in water and from a straitjacket as he dangled over Niagara Falls. 
and he toured with Alice Cooper in the 1970s, but he was most proud of his later career as the world's foremost skeptic, shedding a light on psychics, faith healers, and many others who enriched themselves by conning the unwary public. Randy didn't like to describe his work as debunking. He far preferred being recognized for the active role he took as an investigator, designing experiments that made it easy to see whether people really had the powers they claimed to possess. In 1972, he worked with Johnny Carson to help expose Uri Geller on national television. Geller claimed to bend spoons and other assorted tableware with his mind, and then went on to more outrageously unbelievable claims— Claims that aroused first curiosity and then quick belief from many. But on that TV show, Randy kept the props away from Geller to prevent tampering until airtime. The result was a very long 22 minutes in which Geller couldn't perform a single trick. He is really suspicious now. <laughs> I'm having a hard time with you. Okay, let me rest a little, all right? All right. Dark, we are back. Your Uri was telling me you, you, you don't feel, what, strong tonight? I don't Is feel that... strong. It's not all tonight. Right now I'm, feel, I'm feeling being pressed and then I can't... Well, I'm not trying to press you. I really not. But, you no, know, you're only I'm... telling me, well, will you try that or that? Well, I thought that was the idea of... Uh... <laughs> Randy went on to take apart the tempting but ultimately unproven claims of homeopathic medicine. 32 caplets of sleeping pills. I forgot to tell you that. I just ingested six and a half days worth of sleeping pills. <laughs> six and a half days. That certainly is a fatal dose. It says right on the back here, in case of overdose, Contact your poison control center immediately, and it gives an 800 number. Keep your seats. It's going to be okay. I don't really need it. Because I've been doing this stunt for audiences all over the world for the last 8 or 10 years, taking fatal doses of homeopathic sleeping pills. Why don't they affect me? In 1979, Randy set up Project Alpha, investigating the very well-funded McDonnell Laboratory for Psychical Research at Washington University in St. Louis. Randy believed that there was a lack of any objectivity in parapsychology research, and he wrote to the lab with a list of 11 pitfalls, along with suggestions on how to avoid them. He sent Stephen Shaw, professional name Banachek, who is now one of the world's foremost mentalists, as well as the president of the James Randi Educational Foundation and director of the foundation's $1 million paranormal challenge. I took a weekend class alongside him long ago in Pittsburgh. Banachek collaborated with another teenager, Michael Edwards, over a four-year period, Banachek and Edwards easily replicated numerous apparently paranormal effects 
convincing researchers that the boys had genuine supernatural abilities, convincing them so thoroughly that some of them could not later be persuaded that they had in fact been deceived, certainly not so easily. He was interviewed last year by Thomas Westbrook. I was actually working with the amazing Randy, hence the reason Randy knew every test we were doing. But he was giving the scientists every opportunity to detect that it was trickery, every opportunity to use proper science, because he would find out exactly what tests we had just performed. And then he would immediately send them a letter, look, if you're ever doing this type of test, you may want to do X, Y, Z. You see, for years, scientists had admitted there was no evidence of ESP under proper scientific controls because of lack of funding. It was our contention that it had nothing to do with funding. It had to do with them all going in with a pro-bias opinion. In other words, people were attracted to parapsychology because they wanted it to be genuine. And they were not going to use proper scientific controls to find out whether it was real or not, but rather they were going to be documenting what they already believed. And the other thing was they thought they were too smart to be fooled. We thought because they had PhDs, and that's exactly what happened during those four years. They refused its help, even though he was willing to give its help. Um, and had they accepted it, of course, we were working with Rand. So Randy would immediately said, yep, you know, they're working for us. I mean, we put a lot of rules in place for ourselves. We said that um, if they ever ask us if we're magicians, we have to say yes. If they ask us if we're working with the amazing Randy, we had to say yes. The closest they ever came was right towards the end of the four years when uh, Randy let out two rumors. One was the truth, that Mike and I were working with the amazing Randy to fool those scientists. The other one is that those scientists were working with Mike and I and Randy to fool the rest of the parapsychological community. So when we showed up next time, they said, hey, we heard these rumors. We heard that you and Mike were working with the amazing Randy to try to fool us. And Mike and I are both in our heads going, uh-oh, we need to come clean on this. And then they started laughing. They said, yeah, there was even a funnier rumor than that one. It was that we were working with Randy and you guys to fool the rest of the parapsychologists. They never, ever asked us. They never did. It was a desire to believe. Absolutely, 100% desire to believe. This exposed the lax methodology and lack of scientific control rife in the field of parapsychological research, and that led to the permanent closure of the laboratory. In 1983, Randy held a press conference to expose the ease with which serious scientists had been deceived. And in a 1993 PBS Nova special, he exposed many secrets of the psychics. One of Randy's most famous investigations was of televangelist Peter Popoff, famed in the mid-80s for televised healing services in which he called out personal details about various attendees as though they had been revealed to him by God, spurring them to sometimes hysterical fits of belief. Bring me those young children in the back. Quickly, quickly, get them up here. The power is so strong on them. Carry them if you need to. Jesus. Oh, holy Ashabamaya, Magasilia, Santasia, hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Speaking in tongues is just too easy, and it doesn't mean a damn thing. And God told me, he said, you smite that cat.
cancer with your fist. You've got cancer of the stomach? Are you ready for God to burn that cancer out? Here it goes in the mighty... Devil, back off. Back off, devil! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I tell you, from now on, you're going to have a soul of victory in your heart. Amen! You think your cancers are gone now? Yes, I believe that, because God never lies. Praise the Lord. Alice, is it Gould? Alice Gould? Stand up, Alice. God is touching that thyroid condition right now. God is touching your nerves right now. God is touching your eyes. Just lift up your hands. Get ready. Here it comes. Here it comes. Complete healing in Jesus. Ooh, mighty name right now. Right now. Right now. Amen. It's all right to praise the Lord. Jesus. At pop-off service, Randy had a radio scanner outside and with a little work discovered that Popoff was being fed personal information about his trusting but ultimately gullible audience members, information that had been gathered before the show and then relayed to Popoff by radio by his wife so he could reveal it in a convincing way to his victims. Hello, Petey. Can you hear me? If you can't, you're in trouble. John, is it... John... You want to get rid of this walker, sister? Oh, glory. How long have you been walking on that walker? About three years. Three years. She lives at 1627 10th Street. 1627 10th Street? Is that right? That's right. She has arthritis all over. Burning this arthritis? right out of your body take a few steps just to make the devil mad hallelujah that's it just move around a little bit there she goes just walk with me oh glory to god she's not going to need that walker anymore god's just putting new strength new health burning that arthritis out of her body just keep going hallelujah randy exposed the scam on the tonight show the James Randi Educational Foundation offered a $1 million prize for anyone able to prove supernatural abilities. While over 1,000 people applied, the prize was never claimed because, of course, the conditions made it too tough for the spirits to do their mystical stuff. Randi hosted a live TV special in 1989 that featured a number of potential psychics who soon regretted going head-to-head with him on live TV. Let's look at Randy's legacy. It's a strong one, but sadly, his job remains unfinished. Randy taught tens of thousands of people to think critically, discerningly, analytically, rationally, But the human instinct for something to believe in, the first and easiest thing someone can sell you, is basic and so intense. He wouldn't have liked my putting it this way. But even the Bible is pretty specific. Matthew 12 warns that when an evil spirit is driven out, its first thought is to return, and finding its former place empty, swept, and prepared— He returns with seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there, 
and the last state of the victim is worse than the first. And sure enough, Peter Popoff himself is back as strong as ever. The once disgraced Jim Baker is getting rich with ludicrous schemes and products, and there are at least seven others out there worse than himself, fleecing the waiting and willing faithful just as hard as they can. Victory, 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 victory. For angels are being released right now. Angels are being dispatched right now. Hamanda, aka, ata, raka, tede, baka, sanda, ata, ambo, osa, kata, rite, eke, banda, ata, rike, didi, ashata. But many people have been inspired and filled with zeal by Randy and are very, very sorry he's not around any longer. Unless reports of his death are a trick, and he is, I wouldn't put that past him either. We owe him much. Randy is survived by his husband, Davy Pena. This is our time to remember A hot fire and welcome of bread Till we gather and stand upon red leaves With a deep memory and love for our dead Under the chill of winter's breath Give thanks to what was before Like the dormant life of the magical seed We await the springtime once more So lift high the lanterns of living light The dark part of the year And sing our songs and celebrate For those who brought us story of decay This earth in which we stand Of mud and stone and blood and bone So sacred be the land Green energy withdrawn down in dark earth Down to the source and the core And the gusts of the wind Turn the wheel of the year To the land Shake the tales once more To lift high The lanterns of living light The dark part of the year And sing our songs And celebrate For those Between life and death Though the world starts to clear And the flickering shadows Born of the fire We see our ancestors appear
In our online shop at goodmagic.com, a growing collection of complete Brill plans for timeless carnival attractions and acts. Here's one working performers can use today. From the 1940s, a complete pseudo-hypnotic act. The full set of secrets for performing a sideshow-style hypno-act with four detailed routines. Crowd-pleasers like the rigid arm, standing three men on the subject's chest, stopping the pulse, and breaking a stone on the chest. You can select your favorite individual effects or perform the entire set as a complete act. The manuscript is a detailed guide to presentation. There's no actual hypnosis involved, not even the careful scripting and attention control that modern stage hypnotists depend on. Digitized and carefully restored in digital PDF format for just $4. For a real piece of carnival history or a working act that still plays well today, visit our web sales page at goodmagic.com. You can go there directly or use the link on the podcast page. Want to have even more fun? Learn stuff. Subscribe to Ballycast. You're not in school anymore. There's no homework. There are links on the webpage at Ballycast.com or subscribe on iTunes. And all previous episodes are available as well. See you next episode. Next episode, The Grind Show. What was it? How was this type of show different, and what did it sound like? Ballycast is produced by Wayne Kaiser for Blue Ridge Entertainment under a Creative Commons 3.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. That means you can keep it, copy it, share it with a friend, just tell them where it came from, don't change it, and don't sell it. If you enjoyed it, you can subscribe at Ballycast.com. And please also see our web sales and support site, goodmagic.com. Visit us, link to us, subscribe to the podcast, and most importantly, enjoy. Thanks for riding. Please exit to your left. Hello, Petey. Can you hear me? If you can't, you're in trouble.